Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Copy Run Live, episode 498. I had the number wrong yesterday. We are getting so close. That means that we're going to be celebrating, oh my God, we're going to be celebrating the 500, 500 episodes on Friday. Is that really, is that right? I have to check. Holy shit, that is correct. I just wanted to make sure that I hadn't uh, gone and stuffed up my numbers, but I have not. I am correct. It is the biggest. I think that's really amazing. Episode 500, oh my God. But today it's episode 498. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I trust you're all having a sensational happy hump day or start to a happy hump day. It is cold here, the weather report. Bit cool here, cloudy, overcast. We're due for some torrential rain apparently this afternoon. I am the opposite of looking forward to that. Let me give you the hot tip. I'm absolutely, I know Sandy, so close to 500. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's, it's so funny because I never thought when I, when I started this series, I actually didn't imagine that it would go for, I don't know how many, episodes I imagined it would go for, but I didn't think it would be for 500. It was just kind of an experiment. And, and honestly, it's, it's like a lot of the things that I'll do. It's like, I, I make sure 11 o'clock every day. And I mean, it's changed from nine to 11. And you know, there's been a couple of different changes and iterations over, over the years that this has been running. But I was kind of like, well, I'm just going to tell you all that I'm going to be on at 11. And that way, if I'm accountable to you, I know that I will show up no matter what it is that's going on. And, and I think it's been, unless I'm running an all-day event, in which, it's, in which case it's a bit different, but 99.9% .9 of the time, here we are, 11 o'clock every weekday, come hella high water. So thank you for being on the coffee run train with me. Whether you have coffee or not, it's completely up to you. Hey, Tracy. So what I wanted to talk to you about today is accessing your zone of genius. Now, if you have been feeling, and I know that there, there's a bit of this going around at the moment, where people have been feeling a bit creatively challenged. Uh, you might've been feeling a bit like this. I think when there are, when there's things going on in the world that are, um, a bit crazy for want of a better word uh we've got in the, in the us there's the elections happening so you know it's a, it's a completely different vibe coming over there um and I, and I think what happens is that when there's a particularly like mass tension and and then you've got your own personal tension it can be really hard sometimes to find your creative genius right and and i think that this is something that's really common and it's, it's conversations that i'll have with clients all the time uh, not all the time, some of the time, where they're, they're like, all right, you know what, I, I've got all my stuff. I've got all the things in place. So, you know, for me, you might have seen when we, when we first joined, I've got my um, web of awesome sitting over there just behind me. It is my, it, it's the most fun, the funnest, funnest. It is the most funnest, most fabulousest thing I have ever invented up until the point that I invented it. And the Web of Awesome is, is, really, is really fucking brilliant in the sense that it gives you so much content inspiration. It gives you so much structure. It gives you everything that you could possibly need in terms of being able to connect with your audience, to be able to solve problems, to inspire you, motivate you. But there are times even when 
this little old web over here. Thank you, Carmen. I think it's pretty super. I'm so glad that my brain does what it does. And, and uh, hang on a second. I've got this heater sitting next to me and I'm just about to expire. Um, I've got so much in here that I can go, right, like if I'm feeling flat, if I'm feeling bored, if I'm feeling disconnected, if I'm feeling um, like I'm struggling for content. And, and it's not, do you know what? I don't actually ever struggle for content. The struggling for content is not the thing, right? It, it's it's kind of like struggling in over over different times. I found it hard to find the, it's, it's not even motivation. It's the creativity that comes along with the fresh idea or the fresh way of being able to frame something and say something, right? So if you have felt like there, there have been moments where just by all of the tools that you have, just by all of the ideas that are like, maybe like spread all around the place, the conversations you have with people, if you've ever felt still that you're, that you're stuck from, for, from a creativity perspective and then a motivation and or an inspiration thing, then it's okay. You're not alone. You are number one, very, very human. And I know how annoying that can be because, you know, for fuck's sake, <laughs> can we stop with the humanness for a minute and just give me the freaking inspiration so I can get out there and do my thing? Um, you know, the thing is, is that this is really, it's, a, it's actually a really normal thing. And I guess like I've got some things that I have done over the years that I thought that I would share with you to be able to access this zone of genius. Because here's, I guess like there's, the way that I think about it is like, if we can create the space mentally, and I'm talking like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, whichever, whichever way you, you wanna look at this, if you can create the space for that inspiration, hi Olivia, for that inspiration to kind of come through or the message to come through for you, then it makes it a hell of a lot easier. And this to me is like the, is like your zone of genius, except that it, it, there's a bit of a tweak. So I remember listening to, if you, haven't, if you haven't heard this, make sure you make a note of it, write it down, it's really important. I listened to a TED talk by Elizabeth Gilbert and she talks about the genius that lives in the wall. And to me, hi Helen, what I loved about it is that it's like this elusive genius, right? So you can be sitting and, and I, the, the way that she explains is like Dobby in Harry Potter that lives in the wall and comes out to kind of play. But the, the thing that I like to think about is that if I'm sitting here at my desk in my office and I've got all my normal things around me and you know, I, I, I do these every day, I have the same backdrop until I decide to move my desk over here and then we'll have the um, like graffiti wall because I just, love the graffiti wall or we might have the the beach wall I think I had the beach wall the other day so you know I've, I've put different things in place in my office to to create different perspectives different environments and things like that but sometimes even that's you know kind of not enough and I'm a huge fan of structure and discipline and you know having having things in place and knowing how to access stuff but sometimes Dobby is Re refusing to come out and play with me. So like if, if Dobby lives in the walls in here and then usually what he, he might do is like come out and sit on my shoulder and we'll, we'll jibber jabber about what it is. This is like how I imagine it to be. We'll jibber jabber, which is usually in my journal, about what it is that I'm gonna talk about, what I'm gonna share, how we're gonna articulate it. And sometimes he's just like, I'm not 
freaking coming out, Nicola, and that's all that's going to happen. Now, these are not literal conversations that I have, right? They're, they're more literal conversations that I have with me versus with Dobby. But using the Elizabeth Gilbert TED Talk example, this is what she talks about, this elusive genius. And so what, what she'll talk, what, what she says is that there'll be, there'll be moments and you've got to create the space, but there'll be moments where sometimes that genius kind of comes dancing or the idea kind of comes dancing on the wind. And the way that I imagine that is like if it's coming through and it's like this wind is kind of going between my ears, there is, there is stuff in between my ears. But if you imagine that it's kind of like a, and then if I don't, if I'm not quick enough to kind of grab it, and, and do something with it, it goes off and out, and then it will go and visit someone else. And some of you will, will explain this a little bit like the collective consciousness or what, whatever, you know, the, the, the cosmos, you know, there's, there's a whole sea of ideas. I kind of imagine sometimes that there's a sea of ideas floating up in, in the universe, and it's our job to make ourselves open and available to the idea to come through us that we need to then share and articulate. So there are some hacks that I'll use and one of them's journaling. And I, I, I know I've talked to you guys a lot before, a lot about journaling in the past. And sometimes that doesn't work for me, which is really fucking frustrating. <laughs> Cause I'm like, but this is like the proven hack. Like it worked yesterday. Why is it not working today? It's like, you know, if I don't feel like working out, I'll still work out 99% of the time. I'll, I'll get to the end of the workout and I'm feeling pumped and I'm feeling strong and I'm feeling like a badass. And then, you know, 1% of the time I'm like, well, that was really fucking shit. Like that didn't work. That didn't make me feel any better, you know? So you know, sometimes journaling doesn't work. So the next thing that I would very strongly recommend that you do is change your freaking uh, environment. Change your environment. So do the thing, first of all, to try and tap in. And I think journaling is the quickest, fastest, easiest way for you generally to tap into your zone of genius. But sometimes it takes a while to break the seal. I talked about this last week. The second thing that you need to do is to, is to completely change your environment. And... What that to me is like, I, instead of sitting here at my desk journaling this morning, you know, it doesn't have to be radical change, but radical change is awesome. I went and sat on the, on the couch that is just over behind you, um, not behind you, behind the camera, um, just over here, right? So, and I sat and I journaled over there and I was like, bloom, 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 bloom. all the stuff came pouring out. I'm like, fucking finally, this is amazing. Karma's gone, oh my God, I'm doing that today. Awesome. Change your environment. You know, I, I, I get these ideas, right? I have, I have so many ideas all the time that it can be a bit annoying because I'm like, oh, I want to do this. And it's not a shiny procrastination distraction tool. It's, a, oh, I want to do this and I want to do this and I want to do this. And, you know, I'm so driven and so passionate about creating really big impacts. And I'm like, well, the people need this and 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 they want this, 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 this. And sometimes it's really itchy eyeball. Sometimes it's really annoying because I'm like, I, I feel like there needs to be 10 of me in order to be able to actually get the things done and out and produced that I want to produce. Like I, I've got a new book that I'm mapping out right now. 
Um, I, so which is seems ridiculous because we've only just launched into the spotlight, but you know, roll with me. I've got this new book that I'm mapping out. I've had multiple ideas for different courses, different trainings, different things, just kind of like pour out of me. And it's like, hold your freaking horses, Nicola. Like the world doesn't run at, at the same speed that you do. I remember a therapist actually said to me, I don't know if this is uh, probably in therapy 101 and it probably is not, but anyway, he said, Nicola, I, I don't know how anybody keeps up with you. <laughs> you just, you, you, you run it like 50,000 miles an hour. And I'm like, well, if I'm not running, I'm fucking dead. So, you know, I've just got so much that I want to achieve, not from a sense of wanting to achieve stuff, but like, there's just so much that I want to put out in the world to help people. And I find it really frustrating when, when things move slowly. So change your, change your environment can real changing your environment environment can really help you to look at things in a different way. So that's something that you can try. I, I remember, uh, like I was talking about all of these ideas that I had and going back quite a number of years ago, I remember having a conversation with, with one of my best friends, Joe, and we were chatting about the thing, if, if we were not worried about money, if we weren't worried about marketing, if we weren't worried about freaking Facebook ads, like if we weren't worried about launching, if we weren't worried about doing the, the X, Y, Z, um, you know, boring things, and it was just about creating uh, like legacy type stuff, like what would we be doing? And I said, you know what? I would create a brand new program every single month. I'd just sell it as a membership program and, you know, that'd be great. But, you know, like to try it. And, and I kind of shat on the idea almost as soon as it came out of my mouth. And you might do this as well because we go, oh, this is a really great idea, but I don't know how to do this. I don't want to do this, you know, blah, 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 blah. Because back then when I had this idea, the, the, I was like, well, I could just charge like a couple of hundred dollars a month. They get a brand new course every month. They can have a Q and A, like, it'd be amazing. And I was just like, yeah, like, and I had mentors at the time where, yeah, that's not going to make you money, Nicola. Um, you're going to have to sell so many people at that and then retention rate and the blah, 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 blah. So I've kind of gone, well, shit on that idea. Uh, shelve it, put it in the cupboard with the rest of the, like the rest of the idea, not that cupboard, like the cupboard over there, the rest of the ideas, like the, the idea graveyard, if you like. And then this thing happened where I was flying over to the US. I was flying, I can't remember, I don't think I was flying to Vegas. I think I was flying over to, flying to LA and, oh, and then to San Diego. And I, I am, I am such a, a an amazing manifester. Right, an amazing manifester. And the things that I was manifesting, every time I bought my plane ticket, I would, every, every time, like I'm talking 95% of the time, I would get upgraded on, on flights. So I might buy, depending on the ticket price, I might buy an economy ticket or a premium economy ticket or a business class ticket. Depending on what was going on, I'm just like, you know, I'm just gonna get an upgrade. It's just, it's just how it is. It's just like the law of the universe that Nicola gets upgraded every time she flies. And it, and it always happens. It always happens domestically and it always happens internationally. And I used to get really kind of like, um, well, is, isn't, you know, who do you think you are? And I'm like, I fucking deserve to fly in, in that class. Thank you very much. I work my tail off. And even if I didn't work my tail off, it's by divine right to be 
treated to the luxury that uh, is afforded to people who travel internationally. And, you know, admittedly, I'd, I'd get there and I'd, I'd go straight into work or and then, you know, I'd, I'd fly home and, and land straight back into work. So the justification, not that we need to justify why we want to travel, you know, business class, first class, whatever, is that, you know, I was like, I wasn't taking time out to recover. I also made the choice that I don't get jet lag. I have not had jet lag in freaking years. And it's just a decision that I made. But on this particular flight, so I digress. On this particular flight, I was traveling from uh, Melbourne, Melbourne through to LA and it's a 13 hour flight. And my normal routine when I got on, I've always upgraded to first class, thank you very much. Uh, which I was very just like, oh, I feel so special. This is really amazing. Oh my God. And uh, like I, I got in there and it's fantastic. And, and I, you know, get the bed out. And usually what happens on a flight is I'll, I'll get on, I get straight into pajamas and it doesn't matter what class um, I'm flying in, right? So whether it's, whether it's economy, which I have flown economy, whether it's economy, premium economy, business, first class, I don't care. As soon as I board that plane, I'm like, grab my little, I've got a pack that's always made up with my, with my travel stuff. I pick up my pajama pack with, or if I'm given one, I'll ask for one if I haven't been given one yet. I go straight to the bathroom, I get changed and I'm like in my seat, I get my stuff ready, makeup comes off, I've got my moisturizing mask ready to go. Um, I've got my four liters of water that I'm gonna be drinking on the flight and I don't drink alcohol and or for, the, for the most part, I don't drink when I fly. And I was just like, right, I'm in, I'm ready to go. All right, let, let's go. So out comes my laptop because that's what I do after we'd taken off. And I had a movie playing, uh, I can't even remember what movie I, we were watching. Movie came, we, I, uh, the movie was on and I had my laptop out and I was just, and this happens all the time when I fly, there was no Wi-Fi on this flight and my laptop's open and I just started going, I just started writing. So I was writing a blog and I was like, oh my God, you know, these are all the courses that I could create. And I created a list of like 50 courses, like 50, that's ridiculous, 50 courses. They all just came out, 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 out. I'm like, oh my God, like what the hell am I gonna do with this? And I like, I just had all of the words. I had so much writing that came out. When I, on another, on another flight actually, I wrote the book plan for Into the Spotlight, which I wrote, um, I only just wrote it this year, but going back 18 months ago, I, 18 months ago, um, towards the end of 2018, uh, I wrote the plan for it and then had it all like on the plane, it was all kind of written out. I knew exactly the stories I was going to tell. I knew all of the things that I wanted to do in it. And um, yeah, like that all came out on a plane. So I guess what I'm saying is that there were, I think what happens for me is that if I'm, whether I'm on a plane and I'm disconnected, right? So there's, there was no Wi-Fi. Yeah, I've got my tech and I had movies playing in both of these scenarios. I had movies playing on the thing and I had my headphones in, but I was kind of like half listening, but I was so just in the moment of grabbing all of this stuff, like downloading. So it's like downloading from source, God, universe, collective consciousness, like whatever you want to call it, your high self, downloading it all into my computer. And it was just like, bang, 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 bang. And I, 
I don't normally experience that on land. It's so weird. Um, but I, I do experience it sometimes, uh, more often than not, actually. Like, so I do experience it on land, but it's a different kind of feeling. And I think it's about that disconnection from being contactable because on this plane, you're at 13 hours, like there's no Wi-Fi. Like you can't, you're not, you're not contactable by everyone, anyone. And I'm not flying with anyone that I know. And I've got my headphones in and I'm just kind of like in the, in the moment. And every time my genius comes in, look, this little genius Dobby like appears from wherever and it's just like whispers, sweet nothings in my ear with, with what it is that we're going to create. And, and I think it's a really cool thing that you can do. So making sure that you've got a way of journaling to be able to capture those ideas, changing your environment is something that's so crucially important. The same thing happened actually, even just last November, when I was walking in Perth, I was doing the national tour for Visible Live. I was in Perth, walking along the river, like pounding the pavement, doing my morning walk. And I was just like, I had all of these ideas start to flow in. So the third thing, so journal is a way of doing it, changing your environment, drastically changing your environment. The third thing for me is movement. So I'll often, um, while I'm walking on my own, I will have the most like intense ideas and, and great ideas for marketing campaigns, for blogs, for programs, courses, books, like whatever it happens to be. That's another way of me being able to kind of open myself up to the zone of genius that is uh, within me, but I just don't necessarily always pay attention because I'm busy doing all of the other things, you know, trying not to pay attention to people walking through the hallway or the dog coming in or the, the distraction of the dings of the emails and stuff like that. So that's the third thing. And I guess the third and the fourth thing are really similar. The fourth thing that you want to have a look at is drastically changing your state. So drastically changing what it is that you're doing. So if you're feeling like you're kind of stuck creatively, creatively, if you're feeling uh, stagnant, if you're feeling like you're kind of like forcing, trying to force stuff to come out, then go for a run, go do some cartwheels, go for a roller skate, go for a shower, like water does amazing things, go for a shower, go do something. So drastically changing your state, jump up and do some dancing, like put the, the, the daggiest, music on the most amazing music on that you can find like one of my favorite soundtracks is the rock of ages soundtrack seen it maybe half a dozen times in vegas i love the shit out of that show i don't love the movie as much but i love the music from the rock of ages soundtrack so i'll play it i'm like anywhere you want it that's the way you need it anywhere you want it and this is why i don't have a singing career but you know that that music kind of transports me to another place and it gets me moving it gets me thinking and it changes my state so here are the things that you can do to really help you shift this kind of like it, it, it's like this power versus force thing right which dr david r hawkins wrote about in his book power versus force but it's almost like this energetically if you think about it if you're constantly pushing for the ideas to come out, then it's kind of like battering your head up against a brick wall, right? You're just gonna end up tired, sore, probably a bit bloodied and, and frustrated because you can't bust through. So that's really kind of like that forceful thing. So rather than trying to force it, instead create the space for that 
full energy, almost that, that, that magnetism energy to come into you so that you're, rather than trying to force the message, because this is really what we're talking about, right? It's a message that you need to share with your people. Rather than trying to force that message to come out, you've got to create the space for the magnetism to happen, for the channels to open, and, and for your genius to actually come through. And when you do it from that space, what happens is that you start sharing things that everybody else needs to hear rather than you being like, this is what you need to hear. It's more of a, this is what I'm feeling really needs to be said today. And then making sure that you're actually going out there and, and sharing it and saying it and distributing it like you are Netflix. And you're just like leaking through every platform humanly possible to get your message out there. So that is the, the four, they are the four main things that I can say to you in terms of accessing your zone of genius to really tap into your creativity if you've been feeling stuck. Journaling, change your environment, change your state. Uh, change your state was number four. Number three was really get moving, like get moving, do something to, to break that cycle and um, maybe unplug right? Like what I was talking about on the plane. If you turn your emails off, turn your computer off, like shut the lid on your computer. <gasps> Could you imagine? Imagine closing the lid on your laptop and just sitting there with your journal and your phone off for a while. Could you imagine what might happen? Imagine the ideas that you might get. It would be so fun. It'd be so fun to hear about. Um, so that is that, my friends. Now, a reminder that we have got the Impact Academy is open and ready for your enrollment and uh, question pleasure. Hmm, bad English, Nicola. Uh, Impact Academy is open. So if you want to find out more about that, then please make sure that you are reaching out and letting me know. I'd be happy to share more information about it. It is you and I and a group of amazing humans working together for the next 12 months so that you can create the impact that you are here to make on the planet with your message, with your programs, with whatever it is that you want to do. And it's um, gonna be really freaking amazing. It's the stuff that I've been doing with people over the last, particularly the curriculum that we're rolling out over the last 18 months that has seen them absolutely fly and shoot the lights out. And they've had amazing results, not just really huge financial results, but also really amazing life-changing results, health-changing results, uh, message-changing results, motivation, inspiration, and yeah, it's, just, it's been really fucking amazing to watch. So we're gonna be doing something very similar in Impact Academy. If you need to know more, message me, message me now. And I've got a quick little pre-recorded message sitting there for you, waiting to go, and, and then we'll be, we'll be chatting, actually, like with our voices, back and forth to see if it's the right fit or if it's something that you should be want to be exploring. So Impact Academy, message me if you want more info on that. Um, straight into my Facebook page. If you're listening to the audio, you could email me. The email is nicola at nicolamorass.com.au. All right, my friends, Sandy, so needed this being in lockdown still, just needed permission to do it. Yeah, right? I mean, you're, you're still allowed out for two hours, so you can still go and change your environment. You can still change your state. You can still journal. Um, you know, I, I, I get and appreciate that it's, that it's challenging. We're not quite as restricted up, up north of Victoria, um, but I feel you. I, I'm really, um, you know, as I was preparing this live stream and I'm thinking about 
the plane and travel and, and you know, that the actual, you know, some of the experiences where I've had some of my best, like some of my best, most amazing creation ideas and, and inventions that, that I come up with, you know, they have been while I've not been home. They've been while I've been away and or, or, and or traveling or whatever. And so I, I feel your pain. It can be very, very interesting, but uh, we can, if we let ourselves get into a place of trust, rather than, um, I speak for myself, not for you, rather than that place of, you know, being really fucking frustrated that the circumstances are what they are. It's like, all right, well, we can't change them right now. So what are you going to do about it? For me, I literally have written in my journal, are you going to be a whingy whiny bitch about it? Or are you going to do something else? Um, because I, I noticed, I, I really noticed this over the last, uh, actually maybe last week where I was just feeling like I was, and I was completely in like victim mode where I was like, wah, wah, wah. you know, um, like victim mode to me is like being really whingy, moany, whiny, bitchy, blaming, uh, the situation or blaming other things that are external to me versus, you know, really taking responsibility for what I'm doing, how I'm doing it, how I'm showing up and, uh, you know, getting the fuck over it. Like I can't change it right now. So what can I do? What is within my control? And I can go in my car, for instance. And, and this, is, this is the thing that really slapped me over my head. I'm like, man, I can go sit in the car and work down at the river. Like, why hadn't I done that? Why haven't I taken my journal out? Coffee shops here are open for us to sit in uh, and I don't think you, I think you guys have still got, um, takeaway, right? Like it, it's just takeaway stuff. So you can, um, like you, you can, you can, we cannot, we can do some things. Uh, it's not the same as what we used to be able to do, but we can do some things. Sandy, it's finding the good in situations. I'm going to enjoy this and use it as a download time. Yes. Perfect. Absolutely amazing. Amazing. All right, my friends, I will love you and leave you. Have a really awesome, kick-ass, fabulous and amazing day. Remember to get out there, go help some people, go have fun doing it and remember that the world is ready for your brand of awesome. I will see you tomorrow and I hope to see you in my inbox applying for the Impact Academy because it is going to change your world, your life and your business for the better forever. I can absolutely guarantee you. So take care and I'll see you tomorrow.